Hello, this is Austin from the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. You're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. Oh, I love the way their foul little minds work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of... The Magic R-Way! Magic R-Way! Magic R-Way! Magic R-Way! The Magic R-Way Podcast! They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Bus talking about Disney stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicOurWay.com is where you can find us today. We are talking about things that Disney fans like to argue about. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in our discussion, we have our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. Yeah, I am happy to hear what people are arguing about. That's uh, that's where I'm at today. You like your intro? I felt the Oprah right there. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. You get a car. You get a car. You get an intro. See. You get an intro. Everybody you get an intro. intro. Me and Danny kind of get an intro. You get a nice intro, didn't Not they? like y'all's intro. No, no, not, yeah, not like y'all. Yeah, y'all's are. All I get, and I am Danny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. But that's all that needs to be said. I am Kevin, I am Danny. It's like, I am legend. It's like, <laughs> boom, that's it. Oh, okay. On the table. Sounds good. And speaking about on the table, that is his beard, that is, uh, we have a resident <laughs> travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy T.A. Lee Lasavica. Hey, Lee. Let's get ready to rumble. Uh, I guess we didn't have enough, uh, you know, in our daily lives of people arguing on the internet. We let's just do a whole show about it. Yeah, man, it's awesome. <laughs> it's like it's nice to take a step back and see what people, what the Disney fan universe is all about. Well, to be fair, that's all that's happening these days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Exactly. Not much else to do. Nothing else to do, right? right? And they have the veil of social media to protect their identity. Yes, to a certain extent. Yeah, well, it's better than just having like those show because of everything that's going on. That says a lot about our fortitude i like your fortitude <laughs> i like yours too i like all of our fortitudes it's about fortitude we've been going through this whole pandemic with our fortitudes yes and it's quite a big fortitude intact but it's not as big as this guy's fortitude and he's fresh off the boat for the pirates of the magic kingdom where he serves as quartermaster but no he's whole master with a fortitude oh fortitude. it is our <laughs> very own officer mawekin and mawekin social media master kirk landry how you doing to the fat city studios with your fat fortitude for a second week straight that's right. You know, it's amazing how it's that happens. Just, it's just awesome. It's like you never left. It's, I, I'm going to grow into the seat right here. It's just like <laughs> awesome stuff. That as long as you have this Long Island waiting for me next time I come back. It's that like we had seat. a quartermaster, but then we got a nickel back. Hey. No. <laughs> That's more money than most people are getting right now booking trips. Booyah. So that, you're I, telling me instead of being anonymous on the internet uh, arguing about stuff, we're going to do it not in person, but in person with each other. But, like, names are out there and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're not protected by the veil of social media. No. No, we don't need the veil. We're not like Harry Potter with Invisible Cloak. We put it out there. Yeah, I'm scared of veils. Last time I had a veil, lost half my money. I mean, Vicky Vale, look at her. Yes, sir. (laughs) Vicky Vale, who is this person? (laughs) 
You serious? Who's Vicky Vale? You serious? He's not. Oh, I'm because I'm old. I know who Vicky Vale is. The kids nowadays don't know who Vicky Vale. Well, they is. need to research that. They got the resources to look up who Vicky Vale. You little kid, you research who Vicky Vale is. Done. But anyway, just like just to promote you, man. You know, you're on Pirates. Is the good captain recording again? Yes. Yes, he is. Yes. Oh, okay. Good. Have you showed up on any of his show? Have you decided to show back? Are you going AWOL on the ship? Nope. Nope. He is. He is back. Okay, good. I am back there. Did you want to promote anything for the good captain, or you're you're good? The captain does some good work for our navy. Captain does some good work, and you can probably find him in his show where he's he's all over the he's all over the place. We have a good podcast to find. Oh, so wherever you find us, you might be able to find your ship. Wherever you can wherever you can buy podcasts for free, that's where you'll find him. What's the name of this ship? Pirates of the Magic Kingdom, starring starring the captain Tennille. No, 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 no. no. I remember that that name sounds familiar. Who was that captain? Shields and uh, Shields and Yarnell. Yarnell. Oh, damn, that's old. I know that. You got the captain. You got the first mate. You got the navigator, um, lieutenant, the redhead. Of course, you got the quartermaster. Lieutenant Dan. (laughs) Quartermaster. No, his lieutenant has legs. Oh, this lieutenant has legs, and you're the quartermaster. Yep. You master all the quarters. Make sure you check out our good officer on that show. Uh, should be a good time, I'm sure. And look, on today for this particular show, man, we are talking about things that Disney fans like to argue about. And basically, this is a list show. I found a list, and we we like analyzing this list that people put out there for public consumption uh, because it's, sometimes it's just so funny to us, you know? It is. And this particular website put together their 10 biggest Walt Disney World controversies. Controversies? Controversies, yeah, and they ranked them from 10 to 1. How about that? So we're going to take a look at what they think is what Di- Walt Disney World fans or Disney fans in general like to argue about Walt Disney World. Well, you know, we don't really uh, disagree with each other in general, so I can't wait to see if this causes any disagreement at this table. Exactly, man. So look, enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's go discuss some controversial magic. Argue. Let's argue. Moegans, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the hub. And this is the main topic segment of our show. So, to, to go along with our show last week, uh, we present to you a list show. It has been a while since we have done one of these, and we always enjoy analyzing lists that various Disney fan outlets put out there for the masses, the public masses to consume. So, this list is published on DisneyTrips.com, and they titled it The 10 Biggest Walt Disney World Park Controversies. 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 How about that? Wow. So I figured we could discuss this in two parts, right? Okay. External and internal. So externally, so we'll see how if this is actually something that we feel that Disney fans like to talk about and if it's worth mentioning in this top 10 list that they put together. Okay. And then we go internal and let's actually talk about briefly about the particular controversy if we have any particular opinions. Okay. You know, if we, not have re- if we haven't really discussed it before. You know, some of these things, just kind of looking through it. Um, I think we've addressed on a show, and you guys have no idea about this list yet, right? I have not seen this list. No. So they're totally reacting to the list, and that's how we usually do our list shows. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, it's two parts. We're going to do external. Is this a good uh, thing for the list? And internal, what do we think about that particular controversy? So is everybody ready? I Go am. for it. So this article is listed from number 10 all the way to their number one list. So let's see how this goes. Okay. So pulling it up. <clears throat> Here we go. Coming in at number 10. Coming in at number 10. On the face deck and chest. <laughs> Which park is the best? Oh, man. Like in terms of Magic Kingdom yeah. parks or in terms of any park? No, this is a Walt Disney World specific Walt article. Disney World specific. Yeah, so this is which yeah. part? In fact, the whole article is about Walt Disney World. So this is specific to them. Okay. And so their number 10 that they put as something that Disney fans like to argue about is which park is the best, which it's, I think is pretty valid, right? <laughs> that is valid because uh, 
Kirk would argue that the studios at one point in time was the best. And he's not nodding, right? That's what you call nodding? Yeah. Yep. Not anymore, though. Not anymore. Uh, Or would you say is the best now? Magic Kingdom. I think most people would go with that. I think, yeah, you have to say what's the best outside of Magic Kingdom. Then you can have a debate. I agree. Because it's like, yeah, everyone knows Magic Kingdom is the ruler and, you know, the best. Because, you know, it's got the fortitude. It's stuck around. Uh, for a while, but, uh, fortitude yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean i think i don't think it's much of an argument that that magic kingdom is the best park of the four you just have to then you can say well let's have an argument about which is the best of the other three so it's magic kingdom and the others yes it depends i think it depends on the person i mean i get about magic kingdom and yeah. what it has to offer and the uh linchpin that it is to the linchpin no no yeah it's the linchpin of the it, like like everything you see has the castle in it all that stuff so like that is the brand so i get that but i usually have the most fun in animal kingdom i do i mm. would actually i think animal kingdom is the most beautiful park here's where i would disagree with lee so this is why i think this is a good arguing topic mm. because once you've been to disneyland disney world's magic kingdom is like eh. Well, that's fair. It's mm, a valid point. Because you could walk and do it the ride and be like, hey, look. I'm a, I'm a I mean, for per square square mile, foot, whatever you want to measure it in, I mean, Disneyland's got so much in that particular, in their particular thing. It's pretty awesome. And that's exactly it. Yeah. And they, there's just more to do. You don't have to walk as much to, to see it. Yes, the castle is bigger in Disneyland, but. Bigger is not always better. I, it's what your wife says. That's right. <laughs> So anyway, um, <laughs> and we leave it like that, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, the, the, I, I would I would say that there is an argument to be made that once you've experienced Disneyland and realize that Magic Kingdom is just kind of a, a copy of it, I would say the best Magic Kingdom park to me is Typhoon Lagoon. Ah, interesting. Yes. I mean, I, I have been very consistent in that. That is my favorite excursion. Now, I would open up room for the other parks just because uh, Typhoon Lagoon lacks a lot. For instance, it lacks a signature restaurant of any type or any kind of nighttime entertainment, unless you count the rave glow thingy that they do. H2 Glow, is that what they call it? H2 Glow, that's right. There you go. H2 Hose. I've never been there for that. Well, that's a universal. But yeah, I would would absolutely put that in the mix. So I think right now, and I think a lot of people are screaming at their, uh, whatever their listening device is, uh, Epcot, obviously. I don't know, man. It's a tough one. So I, I could easily see where Disney fans would argue, because I think you almost have to throw the Magic Kingdom out for either one of two reasons, as, as, as Lee said, because, yeah, it's just head and shoulders, more of the iconic Disney stuff that you come to love, or B, because you've been to Disneyland, and it's like, okay, it's just a carbon copy, and not even as good of a carbon copy as what I've known to experience in, in California. Right, and more to your point, you do have to consider that water parks as part of the park layout of Walt Disney World. There's, I don't know that there's another better icon than... Miss Tilly on the Mount, on Mount, on Mount is it Mount Mayday? Mount, May, Mount Mayday, yes. Mount, May, Mount mm-hmm. Mayday. So based on that discussion, guys, you can tell this is definitely something Disney fans like to discuss, especially regarding Walt Disney World. Yeah, you can go anywhere on this. And uh, to your point, Danny, you absolutely have to include the water parks. Why? Because Universal is including Volcano Bay as one of their parks <laughs> as well. So. I, uh, yeah. I, no, I, if I had to like, gun ahead, I would put Trio Life first, uh, Mount Mayday second, then would be the geodesic 
sick fear or whatever the, the Epcot ball. Geodesic fear. I can. I, I don't know why I keep forcing myself to say it. Why are you trying to say, say that word? Because it massages your lips. And yeah, you love it does. It. it feels good to say it. I feel educated. <laughs> it is. I feel like Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Bill and I yes. and uh, Ellen's Energy Adventure. But my lisp does does away with it. That sounds uh, a complicated. Blizzard word. Beach would be last, and then the Chinese Theater would be. Second to last. Or whatever that, Hollywood Studios does. Like that. pick that that's day. the official ranking that I would go with just because they do so much more with the Tree of Life. So that's, uh, that's their number 10. Okay. All right. So number nine on this list of things that Disney fans like to discuss in Walt Disney World is which is the best mountain, which we've done a show on. Actually. Oh, well, you, yeah. this is a good list thus yeah, far. That's yeah. a really good This is their number nine. That's it's a funny part. This well, is number nine. The answer is Splash Mountain. But for how that's, much longer? <laughs> yeah, and that, that's what we had done. Uh, uh, you know, shows ago, we had done this. What is it? The best of? Uh, Quest for the best, I think we did. Yeah, best sure. of the best parks. I mean, uh, mountains, and we came up with Splash Mountain as the thing. One of our best shows. But in relation to this article, is it just those three mountains? Space Splash and Thunder? Well, if you think about the Disney fan article, that's basically the scope of the mountains. So not Everest, not... Seven Dwarfs, none of that. Well, no, yeah. Well, Seven Dwarfs isn't really a mountain. It's more of a mine. Molehill. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you want to do like Mount Prometheus or whatever from like Disney Seas, like I guess that like, that could technically be, it erupts as fire. Mm. Right. Walt Disney World. But this is just for Walt Disney World. It's just, it's just for Walt, Walt Disney, Disney World. Yeah, so okay. all mountains in Walt Disney World count. Yeah, so Expedition, or Forbidden Mountain, whatever it's oh, called. Okay, Expedition, okay. Yeah, yeah, so Expedition Everest. All those mountains across the Walt Disney World Resort count in this particular argument. I'm, I might take Everest over Splash, maybe, but it it would be so close just because of the, the, the theming and the cue and the overall vibe while I'm in there. I mean, it's just, it's very immersive. Um, of course, they get points off for Disco Yeti. Lots of, like there's one animatronic in the ride and it doesn't work. Yeah, but I can't, yeah. <laughs> if it worked, it would be monumental. It would be, yeah, it would be much better, but it, but it doesn't. So for the two seconds worth of time that you fly right by it, I mean, with Splash, you're going slow and you really get to take in the atmosphere and the hundreds of animatronics that are working in concert. Everything's working there. And then the drop is, I mean, it's phenomenal as well. I think ultimately I would probably edge, let Splash edge it out for sure, but it's, it would be close to me. So that's, that's definitely a, a discussion, I'm sure. Um, this is their number eight. And so this might go to Eli versus Lee here. Y'all ready for this? Yeah. Turkey legs versus Dole Whips. Turkey leg. Oh, uh, you don't even like turkey legs. They you made the a show about cooking a turkey leg. <laughs> uh, got Danny Kirk, I'm going to go pop some popcorn. Y'all yeah. have at it. <laughs> <laughs> you literally made a show about cooking a turkey leg. I know. I did it for you. But you're saying like you don't even like the new turkey leg recipe. Wait, wait. When did Lee become all about the Dole Whip? You were about the Mickey bar. Well, I am, but I got to choose between two. So of those two, I'd still pick the Dole Whip. Well, I'm okay. So if I got to pick sides on this, I'm with Lee on the Dole Whip side of it. And I don't even like the Dole Whip just because I'm not going to eat a big old turkey leg. I'm not it's just much more. It's easier to carry around for sure. Yeah. But uh, having said that, I've not tried both to, to compare and contrast, Kevin. As of right now of this show, I'm going to pick the Dole Whip only because I, from what I know of the turkey leg recipe that has changed. That's fair. And I have tried it and it's like, eh, it's not exciting to me. What if we included the Disneyland recipe? That's the original, original recipe. recipe. Well, I, you tell me. <laughs> the OG recipe? I mean, you had it. Yeah, yeah last you, year you had I mean, it. I don't, I, don't really, I don't really get, like I've had, I've tried a dough whip, you know, but I'm, kinda, I'm not really a sweet person. Me either. 
Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I'm a sweet person. You're a big old hunk of dark chocolate over there. I mean, you know. (laughs) He says that as he finishes his third Long Island iced tea. Exactly. (laughs) You're looking at me lovingly as that was happening. (laughs) He drank that slow and he spilled it all over his face, (laughs) neck, and chest. Exactly. I I mean, like, I don't really go and say I need to have a Dole Whip. I mean, just the sheer fact of having to say I like the turkey, like, I always get it. And then uh, when we went to, and I know we're talking about Disney World, Kevin, I'm with you, but we went to uh, Disneyland and I was like, oh yeah, hey, Turkey Lake, that's where it's at. I just don't get the dough whip that often. I don't, I don't need something that sweet. I don't want my teeth falling out my mouth and everything. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I would still take the crazy Turkey Lake recipe off of having to do 20 dentist appointments. And yeah. I'm not I'm not even going to argue with you because I wouldn't fight for a Dole Whip. Like if, if, if there was more than three people in line, I wouldn't even get in there. No, I'm the same way. I, I like Dole Whips. I don't mind them. I, I don't mind turkey legs. But honestly, if I had to go into the park, I would probably go for like churros or the fresh pop popcorn. Or the Mickey Bar. Or the Mickey Mickey Bar. Yeah. Um, Or the Cronut. Oh, the Cronut. No, that trumps all. I'm sorry. That trumps all. If I can find the damn thing. Going for the Cheddar Jack pretzel. Mm -mm. Oh, Oh, yeah. We need the mystery pretzel. The only thing I'll say is that to me, you know, you're in Florida. It's It's as hot as the damn surface of the sun. And you're walking around the theme park. To me, the Dole Whip, that's cool, refreshing. I don't need more heat. I don't need to eat a hot piece of meat on a stick walking around the, <laughs> walking around the, the park. Okay. I have to be well, cool, I, refreshing. I'm caliente, so I want more heat, man. Yeah, but it's not, like you get the, it's not like you get the turkey leg and it's like melting the paper that it's wrapped in. You know what I mean? It's like it's, still, it's a warm meal. It's lukewarm, yeah. but it's a, I think it's a good thing to have when you're like um, in transit, if you will. You know, like if you booked that reservation and you haven't had a chance to really get to it yet, you still got like a few hours. It's not bad, but eh, I don't yeah, know. it'll fill you. It'll definitely fill a craving for food up more than a sweet Dole Whip. I, I feel the urge, like whenever I have a Dole Whip, I need water to wash the yeah. ultra sweetness, citrusy flavor out of my mouth because I don't want that in there. Because it, it, you make it sound like it's refreshing in the in the heat and. Just because something is cold doesn't mean it's refreshing. Like, I would rather water to a Dole Whip. A smart water over a Dole Whip. I'd rather a Coca-Cola. Yeah, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't want that either. I'd take a frozen daiquiri. There you <laughs> go. A frozen Coke. A frozen Coke, too, now with that, liquor. Yeah. Oh, frozen Jack and Coke? Fra- oh. oh Long Island. Yeah. So, so Lee's answer was Dole Whip, right? Yes. yes. And Eli yeah. was Tokyo. Yeah. Okay, I'll be with Lee. Because if I'm standing in line for a Dole Whip, I know that that, that Dole Whip, that whole cup is going to be empty because it's going to be down my throat in a little while. That turkey leg, I have never finished a turkey leg. Really? You can't fit it down I, your throat? I can't fit that yeah. turkey leg down my well, throat. You're supposed to take time with it. For you. you can't just shove the whole thing down your throat. And then drink orange juice afterwards. He's got a shallow throat. He can't. Yeah, <laughs> never finish. You got to work the bone. He's got a yeah. gag reflex. To me, the, yeah. two don't, the two don't compare because one's, one's salty. <laughs> One's salty and greasy, and one's it's a it's a pineapple sugary, citrusy, golden. It's it's good. I just think it y'all are ganging up on Eli because I'm with it. Like if I can get a corn dog on a stick, I'm gonna eat that. Oh, one. Yes. Corn dog, give me corn dog. Well, then why are you getting on him for having his portable snack? All I'm saying is I don't think the, the two compare because one is is salty and one is 
and ice cream to cool off and sweet. Yeah. Mickey bar and Dole Whip. Okay, those can, those can be can, you can fight those two. There's, it's two different things. It's ice cream in, in, a, in a, a chicken leg. Well, I did I did my Wendy's fries and my frosty. So <laughs> me too. <laughs> and then throw a frosty in, in a little bowl of chili. And you, eat that you're like just that. contradicting yourself all over the board here, sir. Yeah, but you don't I never said I make sense. You you don't want to you don't want to take Eli's turkey leg and dip it in your Dole Whip. <laughs> <laughs> you got dough up in my turkey leg. <laughs> Next time I'm in Disneyland, you get your turkey leg in my dough whip, but I get my dough whip in your turkey That's leg. That's some pineapple flavor right there, I guess. Uh, no, I, I Hawaiian turkey leg? Hawaii, yeah, <laughs> Hawaiian flavored smoked turkey leg. Uh, I think that I get as far as the original recipe thing, because if you say like the original recipe, boom, I think that would totally just trump a dessert. But again, I think it's subjective, mm, right? Yes. Um, I'm not a dessert person, but if I was to take a dessert, I would take a Mickey ball over a Dole Whip. I've had a Dole Whip, and it's it's like I was I couldn't finish it. Honestly, I could not finish it. I was mm. like, oh, it it's is just, sweet. It's very it's sweet. It's just really I too sweet. That. And I get that it's cold and it's hot out there in Florida. But, like, trust me when I tell you, I mean, like, you know, you can have a turkey leg, middle of the night, watching the parade go by, just just chomping on. You can pull, the, you know, the sinews off of it. Just be like, all right, this is cool. I'd rather have that as far as, like, an enjoyable, uh, for lack of a better word, like, eating experience. So that's just me. You can gang up all you want, but, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't want my teeth fall out my mouth. I tell you what, if I had to go to Aloha Isle instead of a Dole Whip, if I wanted something refreshing, I'd probably just get a pineapple spear, which you can get there, too. Natural fruit, juices, it's it's good. Not, no extra sugar. Juices and berries? Juices and berries. <laughs> I put it in my hair, make it style. A little ultra perm. <laughs> I get a little fade. There you go. I take a lapu lapu. Uh, I would too. I, I'm with you, man. I mean, it really is a bad comparison because one food I won't eat at all, and the other one would be. It's edible for me, but it's on my, uh, it's it's one of those things too where much. I don't want it. Yeah, it's just too much. Like when I stayed at the Polynesian, I would have the uh, the Dole Whip if I was just staying indoors, and I would have like three or four bites, and I'd be like, okay, that's enough, and I throw the rest away. So it's a really bad comparison for me. It was it's more of a Eli Lee argument, as you put it, because they they would both finish these uh, delicacies. Delicacies. Yes, yes, I can see that. You're bringing it all the way to the end. To its climax as a tour. Oh, man, I was happy when I had my turkey leg. We was, you know, the last time we went on a Disney trip. I mean, I was like, finally. But it was an original recipe. I've never seen two men so happy as I did when I saw you with a turkey leg and you with that churro in your mouth. Oh, the churro was awesome. All right, go ahead. So number eight, apparently that's a definitely good conversation. So that's only their number eight, too. (laughs) This has been a great list. Yeah. So here's number seven. They're number seven. And this is something I don't think we've ever discussed. Maybe. I don't know. You tell me. They for their number seven they put Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean, two old attractions in the Magic Kingdom. That is a good conversation, and I don't think we've ever discussed that. We've discussed it, um, but maybe not particularly these two. Yeah, like ancillary discussions. Yes, yes, and around it because like we've we've done I want to say Quest for the Best or something like that or or not Quest for I'm sorry but like a some kind of a bracket show where these these two attractions have always. It always seems to kind of center around these two. I mean, obviously, push comes to shove. You know where I'm going. But, yeah, no, that's definitely a worthy discussion and debate. Yeah, that's only they're coming in at number seven, man. It's amazing. So, well, it, well, let's talk. Let's do it real quick. So what do y'all think? It's Haunted Mansion. That's it. I'm picking Haunted I'm Mansion. done. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I got nothing. I, mean, I like pirates, but I mean, I really do. Look around you. That's my argument. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't even know why we even asking these two gentlemen in, in the studio. So, uh, so, Kirk, you'd pick Haunted Mansion? I mean, you are a pirate of the Magic Kingdom. Take your all, time. So Forget about The fact what, that he's thinking about it makes me say, bring all your Haunted Mansion stuff here. I was going to say. you deserve it. Did you bring a Haunted Mansion item? Well, maybe we come back to him. You want to come? Let's have yeah, 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 yeah. go, go around me. Go what, around what do you me. think, Eli? You, you, what are you picking? I mean, look, I I be honest. I mean, they both have, and like you said, Bracken shows. We've we've kind of hit this. I mean, they both have their own style, for lack of a better word. And uh, they, it's tough. I mean, I like the action that pirates brings. And I mean, look, I did Molly be damned. That's pirates, but uh, in the ride system too. I mean, floating on that water, coming across a big pirate ship. I mean, that, that's just—it's a beautiful thing. But then again, I have to take into fact that the cavern scenes, which are cool, but you're really not seeing much. I mean, uh, and then they've taken the the heart out of pirates lately. I mean, they've, they've taken the pirates. I, I should say. Let me let me rephrase. That's that. the thing. They've taken what has made a pirate. And I understand why, but I totally understand why. I'm just saying that they've made them kinder, gentler pirates. Yes, it's it's changed, and then right. it, it, it gets uh, commercialized in, yeah. that, in that sense. Oh. But in uh, in the other, on the other hand, um, haunted mansion kind of like once you walk in, and who knows what'll happen based on what we talked about last week. Uh, you're already told and immersed in what's going to happen. There's various effects that make you go, wow, how do they do that? How do they create? There's a lot more things to see. Uh, and I think that's the added uh, caveat uh, for Haunted Mansion. Not to say that Pirates is a terrible ride. It's totally not. No, I, no. I enjoy riding through it. But it's like, you know, you, you see something and you've seen it. You go, now, I wouldn't mind seeing the one in Tokyo, you know, uh, if we have that discussion, the haunted like, or the Mystic Manor? No, no, I'm sorry. Like the pirate, you know, can they have like that? Oh, Shanghai, Shanghai. Well, yeah, you could put Shanghai yeah. against Mystic Manor just to kind of muddy the waters a little bit. You, yeah, you but I haven't seen this. So I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but that's like what I'm that. saying. There's two versions of there uh, of the Tokyo Haunted Mansion and the Shanghai Pirates of the Caribbean that we've not experienced. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is which. Maybe one day we will. Yeah, well, one day. One Maybe day. not one day. I'm gonna say we will. But overall, I would say Haunted Mansion on the, on just the basis of there's always something to look at. There's always something different to see. And really, the actual if you ride with people, like that's an added part of the experience. Like that's the hidden you know hidden gem, right? You always know somebody is seeing something that you didn't see, and you can point that out. On pirates, it's kind of it's pretty straightforward. Like boom, only thing you're looking for is Johnny Depp. You know, so <laughs> is there anything more impressive? That even including the, the Spanish galleon that you come out upon in pirates, is there anything more impressive than the ballroom of the haunted mansion? I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's this is a tough comparison. There, it is. Yeah. It's a very tough comparison. I, I, I would have to give it. There's that factor of I just want to I want to linger in that ballroom. I want the ride to stop right there. <laughs> I don't need the ride to stop. In that galleon scene. What? I'm getting what I see, and it's like, oh, this is impressive. And by the time I go through it, I've seen everything I need to see. That ballroom, you just want to stay there and watch. That's the thing. If, if, you, if pirates had, like, like you said, when you, you first come into the actual battle scene, because it's, it's a very, it's, it's amazing. Like, you mm-hmm. go in there, you're like, holy crap. Like, I think when, the first few times I went in there, I was like, wow, this sky, there's everything. But you know what it's missing? It's missing, you know, like, the actual aspect of battle. Like there's not like a 
some sort of weird explosion that happens to another boat or something like that. You, but you just see you want another boat to sink. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm just saying like the that's the that's another like key point is like when you go to haunted mansion, you're like, okay, here's the ballroom. There's somebody playing the piano. There's people dancing in the sky. There's paintings in the background. So there's like. While you're going right through that track, your your eyes are going everywhere. As opposed to like when you go to Pirates, and yeah, the initial uh, introduction to that phase of the ride is awesome. But you can't like once you see it, you're just like, all right, well that that was cool. But there's no immersive battle. There's nothing to be like, holy shit! Like that throws you in, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the sub dude threw his cat overboard <laughs> to you know save the cat. Can I tell so, you, you know, it, if you ride Disneyland Paris, you see two pirates like sword fighting. Yes, oh, I've been wanting to see that for whole my entire life. It's a cool since they open. I want to see what I'm cool. talking about, though, right? Like you're immersed in that world a little more in Haunted Mansion than you are in Pirates and. You get the best intro, I think, in Pirates, but as far as like what the world is and what you're seeing, that's Haunted Mansion. Yeah, Haunted Mansion always has you on your heels, like especially when you first see it. Like You don't know what's coming next. Well, I know Kirk wants to go last, but let me throw this thing in. And um, If I'm picking between Magic Kingdom itself and Walt Disney World, I'll gonna, I'm going to take Haunted Mansion. However, if we put Disneyland's Pirates... I might put it up ahead against Magic Kingdom's Haunted Mansion, but I like the yeah I like where you're going with it. If I take Disneyland's Haunted Mansion versus Disneyland's Pirates, I'm gonna take Disneyland's Haunted Mansion, no hands down. So there's a funny little wrench. But I mean, we're t- we're d- putting the scope in Walt Disney World only. Uh, I'll take Haunted Mansion. Now, Tim, put your twist on it. It, yeah. it, it. it really is. It's one A and one B. It's not. The, it, it's a. It's Disney. It's it's Walt Disney touched attractions, and you can tell. And it's hard to choose from. So Lee had to go r- r- run to the bathroom real quick. Um, so I'm gonna leave it to Kirk. Kirk, what do you think, sir? Okay, we're gonna keep it Walt Disney World. Well, I didn't specific. Yeah, yeah to initial. Nice no, so Whatever you need yeah. to do to make. We throw Disneyland into it, then it's, it screws all this up. I did that already. So. Um, in, in the Haunted Mansion, first off, it, it's amazing that it always comes down, discussions always come down to these two attractions. And they're, they're like Kevin just said, these are, these are two attractions that are Walt Disney touched. His, his people, his, he is in, is in these attractions. That's why they always get, they always get referenced. They, there's no two doubt about it. I mean, the, the three mountains, it's, it's roller coasters. It all depends on what your theming is or what the, the world of transportation is. These, these two are Walt Disney. Haunted Mansion has not been changed. Let's say it does not. It's kind of the, it's some. It has has some changes to it. Number one, uh, Paul Freese. You hear his voice throughout the attraction. You hear his voice once in Pirates now. You hear when he's Carlos. That's that's the only place you hear you hear his voice now. And it's gone through the least amount of really big changes. I mean, Pirates they changed the whole scene. Haunted Mansion they haven't done that. I guess if they changed out the hanging scene, that would be kind of equivalent to what they did to Pirates. If 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 you know your your Disney history, you can see Mark Davis in the Haunted Mansion. You can see him in Pirates of the Caribbean also, but you can you can see him there. You can see Claude Coates. You can you if you know what you're looking at, you you know who is responsible for doing these things. Mad, Madame Leota, you you know who that is. You know who that voice is. Pirates. I, I love I love Pirates. Believe me, I love Pirates. I mean, you see half my room in the house. It's Pirates and Haunted Mansion on either side. What is tattooed on your body? That that would be Haunted Mansion. Pirates is going on this side though. <laughs> which which scene? One thing I, I can think of is is Haunted Mansion. I have I haven't seen websites dedicated to the history and the mystery and the story and the telling the history behind the Pirates the same way I have as the Haunted Mansion. 
I mean, there's websites out there that delve into everything. I mean, who's who's the who's the um, Sinister Eleven, Danny? Sinister Eleven, you're talking about the portraits. The portraits, okay. Is yeah. there anything equivalent to that in Pirates of the Caribbean? Well, they took all the women out of Pirates. <laughs> the bitchy well, twelve, and, that, yeah. and, that, and that's a, that's a story on its own. So yeah, that's a story in its own right there. The Sinister Eleven. That's those eleven porches that are now scattered throughout the haunted mansion. Wait, what do you got? What do you got with pirates? Like the hairy leg guy hanging from the, the bridge? hairy leg and guy. That's about it. Well, that's what I'm saying. But you know, yeah. no, there, there's a guy who's trying to get on the boat. And he's carrying all the stuff. Oh, the hats teetering back and yeah. forth. Um, pig guy, drunk pig guy, drunk pig guy. Drunk I mean, pig guy. I, I imagine you've got a lot of pirates in there that, that probably have their own fan given nicknames over time, but maybe it's lost to time. One thing I like about the, the the Pirates of the Caribbean is because you have footage, you have a, a whole show dedicated to Walt Disney himself walking you through almost each scene of that attraction. And no reason I'll have him doing that for Haunted Mansion is because he wasn't here. So I would have to go with Haunted Mansion. Once you step in that, in that queue, you are immersed in the Haunted Mansion. Well, as you're walking up, I would say, man, when you hear the wolf howling. Yeah, you hear that? Yeah, you, hear that? You, hear the, you hear the wind howling, you look up. I don't know if they still do the old light in the windows effect anymore. You kind of have that with you know, parts of the Caribbean. You walk into the fort and you go through the, the grotto, the caves and everything. And you uh, actually experience in Disneyland's uh, grotto and caves. That's nothing compares to it. But I would say Haunted Mansion. That was painful for you, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Okay. And my absolute favorite scene in Pirates of the Caribbean is right before you go down that drop, you look to your right, you got that uh, pirate skeleton um, with, the, with the ship's wheel yeah. and the lightning behind him. Absolutely love you that see, scene. all that's much better in Disneyland for me. <laughs> much better. For, but, but we're not talking about Disneyland. I'm sorry. Do we have Lee's opinion yet? No, we don't have Lee's. Lee had to go real quick. He, he'll be back in about 20 minutes, he says. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, that was great analysis, though, Kirk. Yeah, nice. You could tell that that was very... You could tell that that was very painful for you. Heartfelt. He was wrestling. You with had that. to work through that. And and by the way, look, uh, in pirates, I think the advantage that that haunted mansion has over pirates is that in haunted mansion, everything is kind of more segmented. Until you get to the ballroom, which is one huge scene, you're kind of taking things in in increments. Whereas pirates, you're taking everything in at once. You have these big, huge scenes with tons of animatronic figures. That it's hard to focus on a single one at a time. And what was the one, you said a ballroom is an iconic scene. It is. You, you want to get frozen right there. You want to be able to take all that in because there's, there's literally not enough time to take everything in while you're traveling. You're looking and you're st- stuff going, hey, look, wait, they got some over here. Well, damn, I missed it. Anyway, the only scene in Pirates that I wanted to, to be able to stop me right here was, was the uh, auction scene. Yeah. And now it's not the same anymore. No. And it's not so much about the, the what was going on. It was it was to the voice. Paul, Freeze. Paul Freeze's voice is what I yes. wanted to hear. And mind you, the guy who's, I think is Jim Cummings now is is good, but it's not the same. Mm. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So that's definitely a number seven. That's definitely a, not one. Well, I don't know if it's number seven. It's definitely a topic that people like to discuss. This wow. has been a great list. Yeah. This is a good find. It's, it's a serious yeah, list. Yeah. This is good. So, all right, so here comes number six, and I think this is right within our wheelhouse. Number six for them is which Disney resort is the best? And we've had discussions about this already on the show. Okay, now is this Disney World? It's just, it, it, this is, the entire article is just Walt oh, Disney World. Oh, entire article. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. As wow. in hotels. In hotels, yeah. Which Disney resort is the best? So, yeah, the resort hotels, that is. I mean, I'm going to go at Grand Floridian just because that's just kind of my, it's, it's right on the monorail. It's so convenient to get to the parks the rooms the rooms are great the, the, the grounds are great and I, and I think we even did a quest for the best of monorail resort hotels yeah 
which is it safe to say that monorail hotels would trump any other resort hotels I th- on property? I think it's you. pretty valuable. I mean, and I think that's what kind of gave Grand Floridian the kind of edge because it had 1900 Park Fair, it had Narcoozies, it had Citrico's, Contemporary had California Grill, which is another amazing one. Really, the most amazing restaurant you have in Polynesian, which to me may lay claim as the second greatest resort, that's Ohana. And Ohana, look, it's good when you're hungry and you want a lot of food. Yes, Lord. But it's not necessarily fine dining by any stretch. No, you're absolutely right. You know, I love Ohana, but I will take... I I had the Narcuzzi's character breakfast when we were doing the princesses over there. I don't know if they're still doing that. That breakfast was incredible. Yes. I remember when you told it, talked about this in the show, and I actually experienced it. I was floored. I love Ohana, but I would take that breakfast any day. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah, and and right. to further your point, the DVC, Grand Floridian, maybe one day we'll use my points you can stay there to experience it, I think is just as good. I, I, that's where I stayed the first time and only time I've stayed there, and it was an incredible experience to me. And I wasn't even in the main rooms, and you know, I was totally happy. I mean, the only thing I have against uh, the, the breakfast at the Grand Floridian is the dude still didn't listen when I said don't put no mushrooms in my omelet. <laughs> well, that's just getting a bad cast member. That's like saying, I, I, well, I didn't like uh, I didn't like Haunted Mansion because the guy was like, oh, no, your party's not here yet. So no, that's fair. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying it was a terrible breakfast experience because I'm just saying that was the only thing I would have to knock on it. But yeah, so like I think like the the other thing with the breakfast is a very important thing. The monorail, absolutely. If I came off of a park, I don't want, and I've done this before. I don't want to have to like walk like two blocks to get to where I have to be so I could collapse in bed. So Grand Floridian, yeah, uh, Floridian, good point. Yeah, even the addition of the Enchanted Rose Bar, like you know, I, I could always say because the better drinks, I always, like. The Lapu Lapu, the back scratcher, all that stuff that they do over at Ohana. But the problem is the bar. It's just it's so hard to get up to the bar when you know Ohana is oh. in full swing. Ohana's ridiculous. Yeah. Now Trader Sam's can be the exact same way, man. Getting in there could be, man. You could just go and just relax inside the Enchanted Rose. I, I was bummed when they were doing this, but I got to tell you, having been there, I enjoyed that place. Like I thought it was one of the best bars on property. Well, uh, needless to say, it sounds like this was a good one, too, as well. So they're, they're doing pretty well with the resorts. Glad they didn't put Olga's Cantina as far as bars, because <laughs> that would get slammed That'd really be tough, easily. Yeah. All right, so that was only their number six, man. How about that? Wow, All that's right. a lot happened to say it's only it's six. six. Yeah, so here's a number five. Okay. Okay, and so this might be pretty good for us. Uh, Walt Disney World versus Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah, right. Disneyland. As of right now... Disneyland. Oh. And you guys heard our reviews last year and, and look for like a, a package of our Disneyland anniversary trip coming up later this month. Um, but for me, I know I'm picking Disneyland. Yeah, I, I'd like somebody to come on the show and argue otherwise. I mean, the only thing that you have that you can say about Disney World is the water parks. I would give you that in a heartbeat. The water parks do add an element to the vacation experience when you're staying there for multiple Let's just be honest. If you're staying there a week, if you're staying there a week, the water parks do add a little something extra to it. But I don't know. I mean, I don't even find myself missing Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios or Epcot when I'm in Disneyland. I don't find myself missing it at all. I'm not like, oh, man, I wish I could go to England (laughs) and have a a beer at the pub. No, I, I don't find that at all. I mean, I do wish alcohol was a little bit more prevalent, but that's just California. What are you going to do? 
<laughs> yeah, I was going to say, to piggyback off of that, the only advantage I would give Disney World over Disneyland, but overall I choose Disneyland just for the record, is you can smoke at Disney World. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah. You do that. But that's my preference. That's, it's harder, know. though. It's harder than you remember. Oh, God. Are you kidding? I almost yeah, they, the they did away with a lot of the smoking zones in Disney World, didn't they? They're relaxation zones now. Yeah. You got outside the park now. Yeah, you got to be outside the at park. At least you could be outside the park, like... Well, you could be outside the park at Disneyland. You just couldn't find any matches. Well, that's true, too. But you couldn't buy a lighter. You couldn't buy anything. It was hard to calm you down after that. It it was. He was having a nicotine fit. I've never seen that man tripping like that. I'm naturally an uncalm person. Yeah, It was kind of scary. I'm sorry. You're like like the Incredible Hulk. You're always angry. I am always angry. You've had this sweet cherub-like demeanor, and it was just... Cherub. For a moment, cherubs. Like you saw the the demon with the <laughs> it's a cherub. <laughs> I missed it all because I was on the toilet. You was a cherub, and he was in in the bathroom. It was me and Danny and Lee had to deal with that. Yeah, we were trying to talk him down, man. He I was, was exercising my demons. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I talking off off a bridge or something. Come on, hold on, wait. Disneyland, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I'm yeah. pretty sure when Lever Lee gets back on, he's going to say the same thing. But we'll let him answer when he gets back on. Yeah, at Disneyland, look, Dis- Disneyland is more convenient. It's just easy to transport. I had more energy to better do weather. stuff. Yeah, better weather. People were more accommodating there. It was just like, that felt like a vacation and not like a Lord of the Rings journey. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was nice to bounce out of bed, go downstairs and walk a little bit. Bam! They're already. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. right. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing, you know, if, if our Disneyland trip was a week long, uh, we wouldn't have been walking as much. I can tell you that. That that was that was the only thing I took away from which was like my feet hurt. But that's because we're trying to pack so much in because there's so much to do, and we still didn't even see it all, uh, which is a testament to Disneyland. But yeah, if I was staying a week there versus a week in Walt Disney World, I'm pick Disneyland all day. Yeah, no kidding. And John Paul, uh, we didn't even mention him. I mean, having him over there, that, that helped make the, the experience even much more better. Ultimate Long Island's at Disneyland. Oh, Very good. And Shoo. that bar, I mean, look, we may have to do like a year a, a year later retrospect on a Disneyland trip. That was just, we, just, we're still talking it to this day. And just, I, and just knowing that, look, okay, I know Dis- Walt Disney wasn't standing on this exact piece of concrete right here, but he stood right here, that firehouse. He came out that back door. He came out that door. You took that picture right in front of it that they took of you. I know Walt Disney himself stood right there. It almost the same pose you were trying to take. To be fair, <laughs> Walt did stand in that swamp in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> he did stand there. Yeah. Where? Lost to time. That's it. Yeah, it's probably Utilidor or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Roy Disney stood right here. I know this. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. What's up next? Yeah. Dude? So that was our number five. So that was pretty good. So here come, we're coming in our last four. So this is our number four. And this could be interesting for us because uh, I think we might have uh, spoken to this at some point. Um, their number four is, are certain attractions overrated? As a, as a topic of what Disney fans like to argue regarding Walt Disney World. Yes. That's just good advertising. Yes. That, yeah. That's marketing. Yes. I, I think we've said that. Yeah. There's a lot of attractions. Toy Story Mania. First and foremost, I mean, you, you've seen now that they actually have good attractions over in Hollywood Studios. Toy Story Mania is practically a walk-on. <laughs> I mean, you remember before that used to be like an hour plus wait, and now it's like a 20-minute kind of deal. Yeah, I would I would go as far as to uh, say new test track. Is oh, new test track for sure, yeah. yes. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of that one. I wish they would have just gotten rid of it. I mean, rather than do what they've done to it. Do something different? Like yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, but it's upgraded. It's, it's Test Track 2.0, which I like the first one, but to say you're an upgrade from that one, it's kind of a, 
downgrade. Yeah, I would I would vote 2.0 in technology, but maybe not experience. 2.0. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I don't know how controversial of a statement this is, but Frozen Ever After. I was thinking the exact same thing. Mm, I think it's is overrated. Don't get me wrong. I like seeing animatronic attractions and, and they have that. But I mean, it's really it's there's no story. It's just pure fluff. There's, it. There's just not so much to see. It's it's almost on a minimum. Like they, they tell you, look at the, like, that's the whole idea of pirates. When you ride through it, there's so much to look at that you you got to ride it multiple times just to see everything. There's two figures to look at most of the time. So you pass Olaf. Yeah. He tells you, hey, we're going to we're going to Elsa's for the party. We're going here. Here's Anna and and, and um, what's his face? The uh, the guy, the dude, Sven is the reindeer, right? Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Kristoff. Yeah, him. And then we're going to we're going to Elsa's. We just got a party going on. You see Elsa? Hey, look, hey, let it go. Throwing a throwing, I'll throw the stars at you. You go backwards. Hey, you know what? There used to be a very scary troll right here. <laughs> hey, look, used to be a big all rig right here. Now they got nothing. That's yeah. I would say now. Okay, and this is probably going to get me some heat, but I don't care. I never really understood the story behind Norway, for that matter. Oh, the actual old attraction. The yeah, Muslim? the old, yeah, the spirit Muslim? of Norway. I like. It, don't get me wrong, I loved it because I grew up with it as a kid. But I to tell you why we went from an oil rig to trolls to this to that. I mean, I, I really it was kind of like, what are we doing? And where's yeah. the? Because it used to be called like Maelstrom, right? Maelstrom. Yeah, it was. Like, it was Maelstrom. Yeah. Where's the Maelstrom? Where's the and. I never really quite understood exactly what it was. It was a hodgepodge of Norwegian experiences. Apparently. It was, yeah. and, but you know what? It, my favorite part of that attraction was the, the exit. Uh, wow! Oh, like bypassing the movie? No, 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 <laughs> no! no, no. Run <laughs> Running in front of everybody trying to watch the movie? Yeah. No, no, no! Walking off that ride and being in that fishing village. Oh, that oh, was a cool yeah. little scene. That was so yeah. cool. And back in the day, you couldn't just walk through; you had to wait for the movie, and so you got a chance to explore. And it felt like you were somewhere else. And I thought that was so cool. So I always I liked Maelstrom. Don't get me wrong, but I can't sit here and necessarily say that I thought that was the best story ever told. I didn't know there was a story. Is there any other overrated attractions that you can think of? Do you count flights of passage? I would. I would absolutely count flights of passage. Yeah, I would. I, I would. will say, last time we rode flights of passage, it was a little bit more than what I remember, where there was actually mist spraying on you. Like I remember remarking to Stephen Downs, it's like, my God, was that there before? Because I don't remember that. So it was a little bit more than what it was, but at the end of the day, yeah, you're just riding on like a one of those little motorbikes that you would ride on at the arcade. <laughs> that's that's what I was gonna say. I, I didn't written this to miss, and I enjoyed what the ride was as far as the visuals. But yeah, like uh, the hype on it, I thought was something a little more immersive than what it was. Uh, but yeah, it was it was cool, but it was like Chuck E. Cheese cool. So I, I would I would put that up there on the on that list. Chuck sure. E. Cheese cool. Yeah. <laughs> For the weight, I would give that credence. Absolutely. What was that? Oh, I think Lee's back on. Shot by something. Is Lee on? Did he warp back in? Yeah, I'm on. Hold on a second. Hey, hey Lee's back. back. All right. All right, so listeners, if you had to, Lee had to take a quick little break. He had to step out for a second. Was that the, was that the last thing you you heard us talk about? Was Haunted Mansion versus Pirates, Lee? Or were you? No, up? I didn't even get that far. We just wrapped up. Uh, we were still actually debating Dole Whips and Turkey. Oh, okay. Which- well, we moved on. Well, we'll should, yeah, should we okay. get him caught up? I don't know. What, <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Yeah, give, hey. give him the cliff notes. All right, so get, get you caught up. Number seven for them. So we talked about number eight was Turkey Legs vs. Dolls, which is when you had to leave. Number seven is Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean in Walt Disney World. What are your thoughts on that? Ooh, um, I don't know that I like Pirates as much as Haunted Mansion. There's just every time I, I'm on Haunted Mansion, I notice another little detail, but that would be a very tough one to decide. I could tell you that. So it's, it's hard, man, because every time I ride Haunted Mansion, I'm like, oh, 
like okay pirates i ride it and i always look forward to those certain things like oh there's the the guy with the dirty feet and there's the guy that's feeding the pig uh the the moonshine or you know whatever but i don't tend to notice as many details so with haunted mansions like every time i ride i'm like oh i I never noticed that before there's so much to see that you'd never see it all i don't think ever but at least for me for sure i don't see i haven't seen it all yet so to me that's a little more intriguing and i look forward to riding haunted mansion again and again so that i can find new things that i didn't notice before that's an interesting take i like that well done all right so we move from that and then the number six for them was which disney resort is the best which of course we've talked about on the show what are your thoughts on that do i get multiple choice or is it just which one is the best 100 which one is the best 100 yeah it just says which is the best that's what that's what disney fans like to argue according to this well, they do like to argue about that gut check i'd say polynesian oh, okay and you've said this before. I remember you yeah, saying that. Yeah, you know that's a that's a tough one. But I mean, anything on the monorail obviously can't you can't go wrong. I think if the contemporary wasn't just such a boring theme, it would be better. But contemporary is so great for the location. So that leaves you know Grand and Polynesian. And I just feel a little more comfortable with the Polynesian. I feel like I fit in a little better. I'm telling you, try the Grand Floridian. I mean, because that's that was my argument about it. Is that the who has the better restaurants, uh, Grand Floridian or uh, Polynesian? Grand Floridian, who has the better bar? You might say Trader Sam's. You might say Ohana because they have Lapu Lapu's, the Ohana bar. What do they call the Ohana bar? Oh, it's Tambu Lounge. Tambu Lounge with a T. Yeah, My bad. Uh, you may say Tambu Lounge. But if you haven't tried the Enchanted Rose, I mean, that is not to be missed. I haven't tried it since they re-themed it. Oh, player, my. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to hate it. Well, and also, I think, I think if we did like a side-by-side comparison, Grand Floridian would probably win. You know, apples to apples, oranges to oranges, whatever. But what's your favorite does not necessarily mean... Well, here's the facts. It's just like, hey, this is where I feel the most comfortable, and I really like it here. Well, also, I mean, don't don't discount the fact that you've lost a beach at the Polynesian. <laughs> True that. I yeah. mean, like, don't get me wrong. The, the, the Grand Florian lost their beach as well because that's where the uh, attack occurred. But that has had the effect of, of killing all that. And then when you lose the, the uh, vantage point where you could step outside your room and see the Magic Kingdom, but you can't because there's freaking bungalows in the way. That was uh, a, a, another big uh, a, a detraction for me from the uh, Polynesian. All right, so give them the next one. What was that? All right, so their number five was Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah, yeah and that's what we that. assume too. Yeah, we, we had mentioned that, that that probably would be the one you pick. But that's kind of a dumb thing to put into a debate about things about Walt Disney World. I mean, I guess you could justify it, but it's like, okay, but... Yeah, no, no. That's what I look. The fact that every single one of the things that they've named is something that Disney fans are... That's arguable. Every single thing, I've never heard one yet that has not been arguable. And uh, like we haven't heard people argue about this. And so, yeah. And th- to be fair, it's only their number five. So that means it's not the top ones. Okay. Uh, but we're rounding up our top four. And this is where we left on when you came back in, Lee, is... Are certain attractions overrated? That's their number four. What are your thoughts on that? Well, of course, certain attractions are overrated. But what, which, which ones are they? What, no, what, yeah. what do you think? Certain attractions are overrated. Like? Well, that's But that's the question. It's like, which ones, right? So, um, hmm. That's what we're asking you. <laughs> I want you to commit, son. <laughs> <laughs> We've already given our choices. Yes. You know, I hate to say it because I think I'll, I'll get kicked off the show. But really and truly, like a lot of those older, more 
quote unquote classics like <laughs> stop him, stop him uh, right now, stop him right <laughs> now. <laughs> what? Cut Lee's like, feet off, country right bears. Now. Oh, country bear. He's saying country bears. No, Carousel of Progress. Why am I still hearing his voice? Carousel of Progress. I, I would give him Carousel of Progress. Yeah, I'll talk okay. I'll talk I don't down. know if it's overrated. I don't know if it's rated much. I yeah, that's a good that's a good point, Kevin. So I look, you know what? I give him Space Mountain's overrated. Yeah, yeah, especially in Walt Disney World. Especially if you if you've done Disneyland and you've done the uh, hyperspace mountain, hyperspace mountain, then there's like no, I don't okay. ever need to. And the better again. cars where you're not all, it's all all rickety and you, it's like one big jerk fest. Like in the better cars, I mean, because <laughs> for the most part, I mean, unless you're looking up and around, like you don't even really see space. You just see darkness. So darkness, darkness, darkness. Uh, so Spl- uh, Space Mountain to me is a little bit overrated. I don't buy that Country Bears is overrated at all. That I literally think- has you're in the country and there's bears. That's yeah, that is ex- it is what it is. Yeah, it's it pretty is. straightforward. Yeah, but I just don't get why people go so crazy over it. It's like mm, it's people okay. don't go crazy over it. That's why you can just walk into it. Yeah, <laughs> whenever you, you sit want. there. Well, maybe so. I don't know though. Like when you get into the actual Disney fan arguments, then those people love it interesting okay you know why i love it is because when we go there and we're with people who've who've not been before they've only been once or twice and you're like okay we're here and because of fast pass plus we can't get on anything good we're going to take you on a tour of of walt disney uh, magic kingdom as best as we can and you take them to country bears and you take them to mickey's philhar magic and you take them to haunt them. You take them to the places they can kind of get on without having to wait an hour and a half in line with young children. Now, if you don't have young children, yeah, an hour and a half long wait isn't bad with adults because you can have conversation. Kids can't <laughs> do that. So there, there are things that you can do, and that's one of them, Country Bears, where you can just walk right on, you sit down and you just watch it. You know what's funny about those old attractions? I'm not arguing one, either one or either way, but I, I just wanted to get this out there, is that when I go on those older attractions... And I hear the clicks of like the eyelids yes. and the arms, and then you hear the s- 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 yeah. of the hydraulics. There's something just so endearing about that. It is that, that that just makes me smile and takes me back to my youth. Yeah, tiki birds. I forgot about that one. That oh another, yeah, oh, yes. There's another one we that, took them on that, with the eyelids. Definitely with the eyelids, you could hear it going up and down, and the the the, 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 the tiki totems and the yes, bats. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's funny because, like, personally, I don't feel tiki is overrated, but I do feel country bears. But it's kind of like the same thing. You know, you sit down, you watch a show. This comes out, that comes out. Here's this joke. Here's that joke. But just for whatever reason, it just uh, country bears doesn't you know appeal to me. For I don't know why. I mean, I like them both, but I'm, I might give the edge to the tiki room for me. Oh yeah, I like them both. I might give the edge to country bears. Just because, like, don't get me wrong, like, again, you go with somebody who's never been there before, it's a little bit more impressive when you're in a tiki room because then all, everything comes to life. Like, it's surrounded, yeah, like, yeah. you don't even realize you're next to a totem pole. That even the windows come to, exactly. come to life. Exactly. Even the windows, you're right. Yeah. Where at, but there is that thing when the, like, especially if you're sitting towards the end and those three big heads come to life right above you as a child, it's like, I, I've seen children that don't even look at the show on stage and just stare up at the buffalo and the elf. It's, it's, it's kind of like, and now this, this ride won't have nothing to do with, I mean, Hollow Presidents. When I realized what was happening, I would sit there and look. I wouldn't pay attention to the show. I was watching all the rest of them because the rest of them were reacting like when Lincoln was speaking. You'd look over to another one. He's bending over to the guy next to him, talking to him, or he's nudging him. The, yeah, the yeah. same thing with the, with, the, with the heads. While the show is going on, they are still reacting. Like they're actually live and looking at it. They're they're back and nodding to each other and stuff like that. That's the kind of thing you don't notice until you know it's there. It's that Disney attention to detail that you always hear about. 
everything is accounted for. So yeah, Lee, you caught up, man. That's that's where we are. All right, moving right, cool. forward. All right, so this is their top three in this list. Y'all ready? Yes. The number three is are certain attractions underrated? Oh, for sure. If you're gonna have ones that are overrated, you gotta have ones that are underrated. I think every 3D show. I think Mickey's Magic, I think Muppets 3D, and I think It's Tough to Be a Bug are all underrated because those used to be high demand attractions when they first came to be and again if you ride it with somebody who's never ridden it before the wonder and amazement in their eyes exceeds that what you would find off of them riding buzz lightyear space ranger spin or um monsters inc laugh floor any of the newer attractions that have come since then that really don't amount to much speaking of philhor magic first off your show about philhor magic great show Oh, thank you. Great show. Thanks. You hit on one point about the um, when when you hear Goofy in the beginning. How awesome is it that you hear his voice, but you hear his voice moving, moving. and he's yeah. walking to where he has to go, and that's that is just that is so awesome. Traveling sound, yeah. I mean, and the screen—you don't even notice the screen opens up in front of you, yeah. and before you know it, it's all it's all around you. Um, amazing. And the Doug Butt. What else could be said about Doug Butt? Doug Butt is just massive classic. And then, like Kevin, I think it was you who hit on how he you, he lands, he he falls out, gets pissed off, he falls, and you know you notice he's in the gift shop when you leave. <laughs> he's hanging there, all pissed off. Yeah, you see his duck butt fall into the projector, and then the next thing you know, you see him in the uh, the gift shop. Yeah, I would I would yeah. agree that Phil um, Magic is definitely an underrated. One. I, I love to go to that every time, and I, I know we said it on the other show, but uh, yeah, that one doesn't get the hype it deserves. Mm. I mean, based on the the tech, the use of characters, the storyline, and it's like a real chill uh, spot to be. Hall of Presidents makes me go to sleep. A Phil of Magic always keeps me awake. Now, maybe it's because Jasper's in it. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's definitely an underrated ride. I almost want to say Dinosaur might be underrated. Oh, that's a that's really, that's a very good choice. People discount it because, oh, it's too scary. But God, <laughs> the technology behind that attraction is awesome. You know, it's based upon, I mean, yeah, I'll take, and I've said this in the show, I'll take Indiana over Disneyland. Uh, anytime over dinosaur, but the fact that we have one like it here is is pretty awesome to me. What about that? It's not maybe underrated, but underappreciated for what it is. Because to me, like if if I'm on my, well, I'm thinking back, like I was like, oh, let's just go there. That sounds fun. It's a dinosaur, and we go fast and stuff. But if you don't appreciate all the details that go into it, and like you said, the the technology of the ride vehicle and things like that. You don't understand how good it is. You think it's just, oh, let's get in this car and go fast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even get Claire Huxtable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah. That's totally fair. Seeker. Ketchup and mustard. I, I would also say, kind of touching upon that, um, if I'm trying to sit there and say to myself, what is uh, an attraction that, because I mean, that, I think we could do a whole show about this. I we really could. Do. We absolutely could. If, if I'm trying to say an attraction as an underrated attraction, this is qualifying it from this point of view that i'm a parent i never stopped by the boneyard ever i we walked a boneyard was something we just always walked past until i had a kid and she wanted to go in there one time we were like whatever go ahead run in there the highly detailed play area the theming that they put into that it is really an impressive addition and in such a well fit themed attraction to have within a dino land why wouldn't you have an area where you're digging for fossils that kind of thing 
and she loves it. And there's a whole area where they get to dig for fossils, but there's a lot of areas where they get to climb and they get to play and they get to slide and everything like that. And she's had a great time at that every time we've ever gone there. So I, I remember just sitting back there and just chilling and relaxing and watching her have a wonderful time in the boneyard. I think there's little play areas. They don't get the love that they deserve to get. No, I agree. And I'll tell you what, uh, uh, before that, there was Honey, uh, I I Shrunk the Adventures playset. Thank you. Which my oldest was the only one I think that was able to experience before they got rid of it. And even walking there for me, I was like, man, I want to play. I know. (laughs) That was, it was such a great little area. The leaves of grass that would just tower over your head. I mean, it it was so cool. And it slides the detail. They had the little soft landing spot for the kids. I thought that was a really cool touch. But, but, you know, it made you think it it was like soft soil. You know, it was it was incredible. Let me. I have a question though. Do you would you put Tower of Terror in this list? Is oh. underrated? No, uh, not underrated. No, I think that's. Oh, I think it's not maybe not overrated, but it's definitely top rated. I mean, you've got Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, you know, Star Tours. I mean, those are all the things that almost if it's got a fast pass. Not necessarily that all these things are the same, but if you need a, if you need a fast pass for it. It's not underrated. I would, I would think if some, <laughs> yeah, if it's in the top five of the must dos in that park, then then it's exactly where it needs to be. And I think uh, I think maybe you're right in the standpoint e that uh, Tower of Terror doesn't get the love that it used to get because of Toy Story Mania, Rock and Roller Coaster, uh, Rise of the Resistance, Smuggler's Run, that kind of stuff. But I still think it's easily within the top five things that you need to be doing when you're at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, that's fair. I guess the way I was viewing it was like there's no, uh, for lack of a better word, there's no barkers. You know, there's there's like in most of those other big attractions, there's there's some cast member that's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm taking pictures. You, should, you know, you don't need it for Tower Terror. The entire street is your is your barker because you see it yeah. when you run that curve. You see it. You see it from the parking lot. Yeah. yeah, but is that is that imposing structure at the very end of the street? You can't help but see it. It's like the castle just you know not. It's scary, not lovely, like the castle is. You you see it when you go down Sunset Boulevard, and you the whole time you're thinking, "What the hell is that? I gotta go see this. What this is?" I, I guess I'm just saying that it's. Do uh, you think it's underrated? I'm just. I guess the. I guess the way I'm thinking of it is as far as like like publicity of it. And Kirk has a good point. Like you see the structure, you know what the structure is. You go by the street, you know where it belongs. But at the same time, it's almost like it's like that weird house on the corner of the street. I mean, there's a rumor about it, but you're just like, oh, it's, I just like walk past it. It doesn't have that thing. Like, let's say if there's it's Tower of Terror, that maybe like you say, there's there's always like that one cast member that might come by, but like, ooh, watch out. I guess in that sense, if you're somebody who's not aware of what it is, you're not an old school guy, you're just kind of like walking past it. You don't know. How it's tied into everything as far as like I could understand everything that you're saying up until the point where you can actually hear the people screaming (laughs) from the top as the doors open and you could they see the park. You could hear the screams from Tower. You can't hear the screams inside Rock and Roller Coaster. You can hear people screaming as that door opens up. You hear the screams. And that does beckon you in, so it does give you a sense of foreboding. Or at night when you see those lights, this little tower of terror, and just put those, those lights are flickering while you're hearing the screams. That's no, that's that's very true. And I guess like I, the other thing is too is, and then we only talk about one park, not both. So I guess with the renovation of Guardians, I guess I would also look at that as 
That could be overdone. I'll throw I'll throw Soren around the world in there. It's nowhere it's near. Underrated? Soren? I'm, I would throw wait, it right back wait, out. Underrated? Oh, um, yeah, I'm sorry. We're still I thought it was an overrated. I'm no, sorry. we're still I'm sorry. underrated. Sorry. 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 I'll scratch that. Scratch it. Oh, wait, back up. Are you talking overrated? Nice yeah. Overrated? I, I think it's overrated because, I mean, it's nowhere near as good as Soren over California. I, I would, I would okay, agree. Okay, okay, I, I would okay. agree with what he says. I, I don't, I'm not going to say it's nowhere near as good. I think it's near as good, but I think the slight adjustment that they've made, I mean, I miss the soundtrack that you used to hear when you were riding through it. Uh, the cuts are so obvious yeah. as to be over the top, but it's still a well-done experience. You know what I would put in there as underrated, but they screwed the whole thing up, was, was Flights of Wonder. That used to be one of the most underrated attractions yeah. until they completely screwed that one up. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, I remember the first time, Danny, you and I went, I never experienced it. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to take my family here. It, it was one of the best things I've ever seen done. And they changed it. Yeah, I, I got so into Flights of Water that when I worked at Audubon for a time, uh, I would talk to some people that, you know, dealt with the birds. And they, was, they told me there was a particular guy who was a trainer for Flights of Water that helped him with dealing with the birds. Like, yeah, I kind of went into it oh, beyond awesome. yeah. the, the park. So I'm well, with you there. Kirk, I'll, you had your hand I'll, up? I will throw an entire land into this conversation as far as underrated. Really? Yeah. Personally, myself. Okay. And I know there's going to be all kind of heat, especially from my right side right here. He's pointing at me. Dino Land USA. Dino Land USA. I think it's underrated. I think it's underrated. Personally, myself, underrated. Well, why don't you clarify? Because we just singled that dinosaur in the boneyard as being underrated. Now, unless you're trying to say, y'all ain't giving Chester and Hester their due. <laughs> no, I'm not. This is not in the defense of Chester. I guess maybe he is in the defense the of Chester show. and Hester. Okay, so what are we uh, missing? But what it is, is the story behind... Dinoland USA, it, how it all comes in, the dinosaur, which used to be kind of down to extinction, the boneyard, Chester and Hester's, uh, Restaurantosaurus, everything, how it comes in to make one complete story of the growth of that area. Now, this would be me in particular, I love theming. I love the story that goes into something like this. I think people just don't get that. And I'm not, I don't want to try to defend it. and say defend it. You're defending it. Tell the story now. right now. Yeah, I'm defending it. Get into the whole story right now. That's that's a whole show in itself. Okay, say something. But, okay, just real quick. You are welcome to come back here in, in a month or so. How much time you need, and put together the entire backstory. I'll, I'll help you if you want to, and and we'll give the backstory because it is a fascinating backstory. Having said that, it's also I don't I don't think you're labeling it correctly because you're like it has one of the best back. Well, how would Joe Q guest <laughs> ever experienced that backstory because there's nothing in and around there because all that's because all that's gone it, it, yeah it's lost to history and and that's the thing so it, while they did it look don't get me wrong the Imagineers did it well it was a well done job trying to figure out how to make these two things fit together I think the Boneyard, I think Restaurant Sortis, as you put it, and, and, and Dinosaur, I think all that stands the test of time. They can all stay there as long as they want. I don't, I'm not in a rush to see anything gone, but I would say that Chester and Hester's is an abomination. Doesn't it make you feel like you're watching something wicked this way comes when you go towards that? Makes me feel like small, uh, Stranger Things now. Okay. Oh, yeah, Makes yeah. me feel like I'm at Six Flags. Yeah. Six Flags, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it Six has flag, this yeah. weird kind of thing where I get what you're saying, but it, it does look like it's kind of like out the box. 
Because uh, well, it's cool when you leave that area and you go to the Dino, the Dino U Institute area. Yes. It's a totally it's different totally feel. Different it's thing. Absolutely yeah. different feel. Yeah. More professional. More, you know, you got your streamlined. This is a serious with thing. It. This is a serious yeah. right here. The rest of it is more of a just put together. Let's make some money. Side show attraction type thing. Man, Universal kept that theme going with The Simpsons. Yeah. But they did the little Krusty Land area now where you can do the exact same midway rides, except they, I think they do them actually better than what they do them over at Chester and Hester's. Because they're kind of uh, embracing their, yeah, we're just cheesy bullshit. <laughs> Whereas Chester and Hester, it's like, oh yeah, get a stuffed dinosaur that you're gonna, your child's gonna not care about in two seconds. And I was gonna say really quick, and just in case, I know we got to move on to the next one, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, like, tough to be a bug, like Danny said before. That one is definitely underrated, only because like totally underrated. I can't wait to do that one next time. It's my turn. All right, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, but like. Just the setup of that, and then like pretty much the end is always a nice surprise for oh, yeah. somebody you know is not expecting. Oh, it, I so. love getting poked in my nether regions. Me too. <laughs> Makes me not feel lonely for five minutes. If we could have a party where uh, Val does not talk about how much Kevin likes to be poked in his nether regions, it would be a, a blessing. Yeah, <laughs> because I have everything I'm seeing. But you know, Kevin likes to get poked in his nether regions. Oh yeah, we've yeah. heard about it a lot. But it wouldn't bring a tear to your eyes. It would. It would. You would miss that if it didn't happen. <laughs> exactly. Would, yeah. It's like this party is awesome, but it's missing something. <laughs> hey, I can't put my finger in it or on it, but yeah. I got to poke somebody it. Somebody poke. Poke. Just grab poke. a large stick and poke me in my nether region. Boop, boop. On top of old Smokey. Well, um, that is number three, and it's obviously that's a definite discussion. So, so far, yeah, this list has been great. Here's their number two. We're getting close to their number one. This is their number two, and, and this is right up our alley, guys. You ready for this? Go sure. for it. Which is the best Disney restaurant on Walt Disney World property? Oh, my God. This oh is a really Lord. good list. This is their number two. Can you believe that? Really good list. Oh, Please. man. Well, you got to put Narcoozies up there. Yeah, for sure. It's California Grill. California Grill. Um, What's up? I haven't been, but would you guys put Tiffins in the same category? I would put Tiffins, but I would say, and I think the Raz would agree that the last couple of times at Tiffins. I agree with that. It depends on what you get. Not depends no. on what you get. It's different. It's different. It's yeah. not as highly, it's not as well done as, as the days of Cam. And one of these days we are going to have Cam on this show. And it's funny because the first time I went, it was awesome. And the second time I went, uh, you know, it was like, this is not what I remembered. It was a little bit of a different experience. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. I had that one time and I was like, that was magical, but it was a lot of stuff that was going on. But Narcoozies, I'd, I'd, I'd have to put that down on the list. It's consistent. So now? I've never been there. I just uh, heard I think about Sanaa it. Sanaa gets a lot of high rankings. Uh, I know a lot of people like Sanaa. I need a, we, we need to try that one day. I haven't yeah, tried it. We do. One. It's just a convenience of trying Sanaa. Yeah, you, you got to do it while you're over there. At Maybe the we just stay there one day. Like, you know, yeah, we need to stay at, at the hotel. hotel yeah. Would it be fair to divide it into two categories, parks and resorts? That is fair. That No, no, that, that is absolutely fair. Uh, Kirk's got a good point. All right, what would be the best in park? In dining? park? In park? In park um, place to eat? In park Skipper Canteen? No. Skipper Canteen's pretty... No, I don't know about best, but it's pretty good. Hands down, it's the best in the Magic Kingdom. It's quick. Yeah, okay, I'll, yes, absolutely. Uh, that brings in Hollywood Brown Derby. 50s primetime. Well, um, mm, I would take 50s over sci-fi, but I don't know about if it's the best. I don't, I don't know. know I'd take it over Hollywood Brown Derby, though. No, that's what I'm saying. Nine Dragons? I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you got Tiffins. <laughs> 
You, you, that's easily the best in the animal kingdom. You think you'd have something in the Epcot? Well, Epcot. Get, I was going to say in Epcot, what about in Japan? Spice I mean, Road Table. Oh, like, Spice Road Table. You yes. know what? I haven't tried. We tried. Uh, we were going to have a re- uh, reservation when we went back to wh- what's the name of that new really good uh, restaurant in Japan, Lee? Oh, it's Takumi Tai. There you go, Takumi Tai. I cannot speak for that place. We had reservations, and then our whole trip got canceled. But when we went back, we were going to go ahead and we could eat at Takumi Tai. And I, I've heard that place is super expensive, but I was looking forward to trying that out. So obviously, I can't speak to that. At one point in time, wasn't would it be La Cellier? Or would it be up for discussion? Yes, at one point in time, La Cellier would definitely be up to discussion. I'm not sure about any more because uh, once again, like I, I think. Lasalle kind of falls into the category of Tiffins, where I ate there and it was amazing. And then I went and ate there twice since then, and both times were like good, not great. Interesting. Okay, but anyway, yeah, no, that 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 was that was their number two. Interesting, right? Very interesting. Very very good question. Did we wait? wait is there any park that we left out? We did Epcot. We did. Hollywood Studios, we did Animal Kingdom, we did Magic Kingdom. Yeah, okay, good. No, 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 we did that out. You picked a Magic Kingdom? Or, uh, yeah, no, no, Skip a Cantina. Oh, yeah. uh, Skip a Cantina over there, Magic Kingdom, yes. And then we that was the parks, and we were going to the resorts. This might have to be a show, I think. Oh, I... A quest for the could, best. You absolutely know? could yeah. be a show. Because uh, that could be... This is a definitely interesting. This is their number two. How All about right. that? Um, you ready for the number one? I'm I'm frothing at the bit because can I tell you this has been an excellent list. So this is their number one thing that Walt, that the Disney fans argue about regarding Walt Disney World, and it is this: which nighttime show is the best? Does that mean th- throughout history, or one that they have now at Walt Disney World? I wish they would have did this one earlier. I, I agree. I'm the same way. When I saw this list, I was like, I don't know if this would be your number one, but. I don't know, Lee, you, you might have a pulse on the Disney fan community more so than us, but is this something that they discuss? Well, I'm going to say Rivers of Light is not going to be on the list. <laughs> they're already axing that one. Yeah, um, no longer exists. I mean, I know that people do like the newer show, but Wishes was very popular. But do, can you say that? Because it's not there anymore. Well, here, here, I'll tell you this. Yeah, this is what the article is going by is the stuff that's currently there. So the Magic Kingdom, they list Happily Ever After. And Epcot, they list Epcot Forever. Uh, Hollywood Studios, they talk about Star Wars, like Galactic Spectacular. And, of course, in the studios, they talk about um, was, was, uh, the Tree of Life Awakenings and, I guess, Phantasmic. So, okay, Phantasmic is done way better in Disneyland, so screw that. Yeah, if, you, if you've never been to Disneyland, you might like Phantasmic uh, at Hollywood Studios. But, but yeah, once you go to Disneyland, it's, a total diff- it's, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. I, and, and I'm not even a big Nighttime Spectacular kind of person. But Fantasmic at Disneyland is a must-see. Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios is... A one and done. Yeah. Rivers of Light, nice, peaceful, serene, but nothing beyond that. And that's what you really want in your nighttime shows, too. Nice, peaceful, and serene. It's the the Hall of Presidents of nighttime shows. It's the Hall of Presidents of nighttime shows. It's a nightcap. It's something... It's a kiss... Good night. That's a funny ranking. Um, <laughs> I like that. And then that leads us to Epcot Without Illuminations with a placeholder, which is Epcot Forever, which is eventually going to become Melodious. Melodious. <laughs> and I will be there. I will be there. <laughs> Isn't that what's coming up? So, like, we have to choose between the placeholder of Epcot Forever or Happily Ever After, which to me, I always enjoyed Wishes. wishes. Yeah, Wishes yeah. was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Of those, I'd go with Happily Ever After. I know. If Gun to Head, I, I got to go Happily Ever After as well, but. What is- 
category. Yeah, I hate that we. It's a. It's a good note. It's a good question, but you wouldn't have ranked it as high. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good question. Two years ago. Two years ago this is a great question. Yes. Today, no, not so much. But um, all right, DisneyTips.com. Very good job with this list. Wonderful job. Absolutely wonderful job. Yeah, nice you, pick. I was really surprised that they didn't have the argument of dining plan or no dining plan. That seems to be the number one thing people argue about. Really? I mean, something that should have been on the list. Yeah, he's right. That's a very valid point because that's something that I swore up and down that the dining plan was worth it until we actually priced it out one day. Yeah, and you it broke it down. Like, looks like this list is geared toward things like you'd like to, your opinion, argue about. That is more of a, but does the uh, dining plan against not dining plan is more of a financial logistical thing. I mean, you, could, you can actually point to the numbers and say, hey, this is, makes sense. This doesn't. Fair enough, but I would say that there are some people who choose a dining plan just because they don't want to have to worry about their money and their and their budget on vacation. They want to be able to say it's all paid. Just sit back and relax. But I mean, if this is a if this is a list of what Disney fans argue about, they argue about that a lot. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, he's right. Is there anything that y'all can think of uh, to Lee's point that they did leave off of here? They could have done the snacks better. They should have said what Disney snack instead of narrowing it down to two snacks, just like they did with the here's the best restaurant or here's the best hotel. It was wide open. They should have left it wide open. You they should have yeah, just said yeah. best Disney snack. Then that's an, that's an argument you should have. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Well, yeah, as far as the list, Disney, DisneyTrips.com, I'll post the link in the show notes. This was very good. This was, this was a, a lot of fun to talk about. And by virtue of our discussion, you can tell these are 10 valid things that Disney fans do discuss about Walt Disney World. Would you all agree with that? Fair oh, enough. Sure. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So kudos to you guys. Uh, I don't. I can't remember the last time we we didn't rag on a list, and we didn't rag on this list. Not we thought it was very good. Maybe just the, the, what your number one was, but that's you know it, we we still think your number one would have ended up somewhere in your ten. But yeah, this was a very good list. Thank you. Uh, we're curious to know uh, what your thoughts are on any of these, and we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us in just a little bit to share your opinion on any of these topics. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion about controversial Disney topics that Disney fans like to argue about. If you want to learn more about us, MagicRWay.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways to share your opinion. You can shoot us an email at show at MagicRWay.com, shoot us a voicemail via our SpeakPipe widget, and also call or send us a text message at one 815 That's one 815 Mo Weekend 6694226. And of course, we got a couple of guys to do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Hey, Rob Liefeld here, Deadpool, Cable, X-Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory. What a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out IvoryComics.com. That's right, you. Check out IvoryComics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, The Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. And you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you. And all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics, Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com, comic book guru, Eli Ivory, the whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com, right now. Lightfield out. Are you here?
what Rob's talking about. That guy's got some good taste. And he makes some good characters. He makes some awesome stories. So, of course, you can always go to the Ivy Comics website. And you'll catch a link to this podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also follow me on Facebook, Eli H. Ivory. You can also see Project Geisha's Facebook page. So, Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. You can also check out Instagram. I can be found there at eivory 504 And, of course, we found on Twitter at Hancock10166. So you heard what Rob said. You know the story's all about the glory. And if you appreciate the madness, then you're just bringing me the gladness. Peace out. And if you want to book a vacation to Walt Disney World so you can experience any of these controversies so that you can make an informed decision, you can do so through Lee. Lee, tell him how to do this. All right, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-FORTITUDE. 832-THE-NUMBER-4. T-U-D-E. Uh, you can email me at lee at managerguardway.com. Facebook, please pay, uh, check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Instagram, you can find me at you got a friend in Lee Travel. If you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Fortitude Avika! And remember, in addition, there are so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicguardway.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener, and we love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Are We Podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. <laughs> so, Mohegans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. <laughs> I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Hawaiian turkey legs. Hey, this is Kevin from the Magic Hour Podcast. When Calgon can't take me away, Mad Hatter Radio will. <laughs> Check it out. Bam.